Then everyone in the room heard Jason's voice boom out. All rise for the Honorable Judge Cecil J. Woodward. Joshua stood, as did the others, when Judge Woodward came out from his chambers, made his way to the bench, and sat down. You may all be seated. Mr. Prosecutor, have you made your case? Fillmore stood up, straightening his suit jacket. We have, Your Honor. We will show that former Federal Marshal Joshua Brandt willingly set free the men that attempted the bank robbery on the town of Cheyenne. We will also prove that he was paid to do so and is a part of the Murphy gang. We will present the evidence against Mr. Brandt and hope the court finds him guilty on all charges. The judge replied, So be it. What about the defense counsel? Are you ready to proceed? Cody put his hands on Joshua's shoulder, pulling himself up from the chair slowly. Yes, we are, Your Honor. We will prove to this court that my client, Joshua Brandt, was a victim of someone else's wrongdoing. In fact, that he had no part in the men escaping, and in no way, form, or fashion was he ever a member of the so-called Murphy Gang, and that he is innocent of the foregone charges without a shadow of a doubt. Cody began to sit down, stumbled, and Joshua caught him, helping him to his seat. Something wrong, Counselor? asked Judge Woodward. I was shot in the leg a week ago. It's hard to move around a bit, Your Honor. If that's the case, you may stay seated for this trial. Thank you, Your Honor. Now for the matter at hand. Who would you like to call as your first witness, Mr. Fillmore? Asked Woodward. Prosecutor Fillmore answered, I would like to call Sheriff Henry Jackson to the stand. Henry Jackson stood from his chair and approached the witness stand. Jason came over, held out a Bible, and Sheriff Jackson placed his hand on it. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do, answered Sheriff Henry Jackson with a bit of a sneer on his face. Judge Woodward then said, You may be sheeted. Henry Jackson sat down as Filmer walked over to him. Mr. Jackson, you told me when I arrived in town that former Marshal Brandt allowed some bank robbers escape from jail and was paid by them to do their bidding. Yes, sir, I did. Why did you come forward with this information? He was on duty and watching the men the night they had escaped. I just knew he had to have something to do with it. You also told me that he never watched the men in the evening before that night. Is that correct? Yes, sir. He had his deputies stay during the night watch. So, the one night that he stays to guard those men, they escape from jail? Yes, that is correct. I do find that odd indeed. Fillmore turned to the crowd in the courtroom. People of Cheyenne, don't you find that odd? Objection, yelled out Cody. On what grounds do you object, Counselor? asked Judge Woodward. The prosecutor's trying to advance support from the fine town members of Cheyenne like an actor on a stage, Your Honor. He's trying to gain their sympathy 
in hopes it would persuade you in the outcome of this trial. I get your point. Mr. Prosecutor, address your remarks to me, not the people of this city. Fillmore smirked. I apologize, Your Honor. And he gave a slight bow to the people watching in the courtroom. He then turned back to address Sheriff Jackson. Now, Sheriff, what else contributed to your suspicion that Mr. Brandt was a member of the Murphy gang? The sheriff sat up straight, and with disdain in his voice and upon his face, he replied, The way he treated them, being outlaws and all. Can you be more specific? asked Fillmore. Well, he made sure they had food sent to them every day, and on a few occasions he gave them whiskey with their food. He had the hotel expense their meals back to the town, 